Hello, welcome to Free Your Children on 1460 AM WXRQ Christian Radio. I am your host, Tiffany Boyd, and my mission is to share the truth and love about education. There is a battle raging for the souls of our nation's children, and I hope this ministry will equip you for battle. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Ephesians six ten through 11. Thank you to all of our sponsors here at Free Your Children. I want to thank everyone who continues to support biblical education. If you are interested in sponsoring Free Your Children, you can contact me at freeyourchildren at gmail.com. I can also be found on Facebook and on Instagram. If you pick up a copy of the Borough Pulse, you will also see me there as a monthly contributor. You can also type in my name, Tiffany Boyd, at borowpulse.com, and you will see all the articles that I have penned to date. And of course, those articles are all about education. If you have topics, tips, or questions that you would like for me to share on the radio show, I would love for you to send them to me. We want to create content that our listeners are interested in. Also, I am available if you are considering homeschooling for private consultation. I am also available for speaking engagements. If you hear something on the radio on this show that you would like discussed at your local church or you have a community that you would like to receive information about homeschooling, I would be happy to speak. I can do Zooms if you are nationwide or if you're local, I would be happy to sit down with you in person with a personal consult. Today, I also want to give you some titles for family read-alouds. If you follow me, my Free Your Children page on Facebook, you will see that we are a devoted family read-aloud family. And so if you haven't read these titles, I encourage you to start a new tradition during the holidays with your family. Our family has enjoyed Jotham's Journey, a classic Christmas, and the family under the bridge during the holiday season. But most importantly, I encourage each of you to start a family discipleship program. If you are not reading the Bible together as a family, I encourage and urge you to start today. Our family is currently reading in the book of Luke. Today's show, we are really going to dig deep into homeschooling in Tennessee and also to give you some ideas and encouragement and support about homeschooling in general nationwide. But first, I want to begin with giving you the legal ways to homeschool in the state of Tennessee. In Tennessee, which is where we are, there are three legal options that you can choose from if you are considering homeschooling. Number one, you can register with the Board of Education. Two, distance learning program, or number three, a church-related umbrella school. The last option, the church-related umbrella school, is what over 97% of homeschoolers in the state of Tennessee choose. That's what our family personally has chosen for the last 19 years, which leads me to the guest that we have today. We're going to be specifically talking about that option. So I want to introduce Patty Hunt to our listeners Patty is the founder and CEO and homeschool program director of Chestnut Ridge Academy. As director, Mrs. Hunt oversees the day-to-day operations of the organization. 
Her experience in education includes a variety of settings from public and private schools to homeschooling and homeschool co-ops. In her early years in the homeschool community of South Central Pennsylvania, she developed and managed a homeschool support group, homeschool co-op, and federally recognized 501c3 nonprofit organization to benefit homeschool families. Mrs. Hunt has found over the years that home education best fits her philosophies in education. I believe that every child has a unique way of learning. Home education is individualized in which each child can be taught according to his or her strengths and weaknesses. Chestnut Ridge Academy was founded in 2019 and we experience continual growth that make that matches national trends. So welcome, Miss Patty Hunt. How Thank are you. you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for joining us here Thank tonight. You for having me. Now you are Patty and I connected several years ago over our love of tea. <laughs> Yes, yes we did. <laughs> and of course, all things education. So mm-hmm. I was so excited to have Patty join us here tonight. So Patty, can you start by telling our listeners a little bit about your own family's personal homeschool journey? Well, I used to be a public school teacher. And when I met my husband, I also met my sister-in-law who homeschooled in Alabama. Mm -hmm. And at the time when I met her and found out she was a homeschool mom, I thought, well, that's really weird. (laughs) But as I watched her boys grow and I saw what they were doing, I was really intrigued. And I kept thinking, I want a part of that. Now, are you still friends with that sister-in-law? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just teasing. So anyway, so... I knew before I conceived my first child that I would be homeschooling because I was in the public school system and there were some experiences there that I didn't want my children exposed to at the time. Right. And uh, so my my oldest daughter is she's 25 years old. She is married. She went to college. She finished a four year program in three years. Wow. She is now teaching at a small private school in Macon, Georgia. She's teaching AP sciences mm-hmm. for high schoolers and middle schoolers. Uh, my second daughter, Lucy, is she's. Um, sh- I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> my second daughter, Lucy, is uh, currently working as a ballet teacher for young students. Wow. And she, that is her passion. She has always been a dancer. She loves to dance. And um, she has danced through the years. Homeschooling allowed her to dance with the Moscow Ballet at one point. Oh, wow. So that That's was really amazing. exciting. Mm-hmm. And she's getting married soon. She's getting married next Saturday. Oh, wow. <laughs> so busy mama. Yes, we are. We are busy <laughs> uh, with wedding stuff at our house right now. And then my son, who is 18 he graduated homeschooling last December a year ago and he is now at Faulkner University and studying uh, sports management and mm-hmm. uh, sports training and he plays football for their football team okay so, so you just dispelled the myth that homeschoolers cannot socialize correct, correct. I hope so <laughs> <laughs> and that they can excel past graduation yes absolutely um, I think that's one question that we get asked a lot we've actually recently well not recently I guess a year or so ago graduated our third via homeschooling and so I I get that question a lot what do they do after graduation you know can they survive in the world you know have they been sheltered and you know (laughs) yeah and don't know how yes Yes. and don't know how to function so it sounds like your children are doing wonderfully well all three of them are thriving that's fantastic so tell me about chestnut ridge 
What led you to found Chestnut Ridge? Um, well, I have always had a passion for homeschooling mm -hmm. because it does tap into students' strengths and weaknesses and you can cater the education to the individual child. And uh, while I was in Pennsylvania, there, you know, we had a support group and there are a lot of needs. There are a lot of concerns and needs that parents have when they're going into homeschooling. And so that support group, the purpose of that was to support yes. homeschool families and to try to seek out resources, mm -hmm. uh, things that they needed, things like field trips, social opportunities. You know, we would get together for parties, mm -hmm. Christmas parties, Valentine's parties, things like that. So then when I moved to this area, um, I started working for a homeschool umbrella that is local. Right. And I kept hearing, I continue to hear needs, mm -hmm. what, what families need. And I try to listen to that. And where I was, I was limited on what I could offer families. And so mm -hmm. then I embarked out on my own and started Chestnut Ridge Academy. Right. And I had a really good support system around me mm -hmm. to start that. I did not do it by myself. There were really good people around me that helped me get started. Right. And we all kind of shared that vision. But um, that's how we got started, and uh, I'm continuing to hear needs, and the needs have changed. Mm -hmm. I'm you know, sure. since 20 years ago when I started homeschooling, mm -hmm. the needs of homeschool families change, and it kind of morphs year to year. I think. Yes. Some I things can see stay that. the same mm -hmm. all the time. Some things are pretty constant, but mm -hmm. then there are other things that are changing. And with technology, yes. and the resources that are available, mm -hmm. the needs are changing. Yes, and let's clarify when we say. Chestnut Ridge is an Umbrella Academy. So our listening audience might not be familiar with this. So is this a place that you come and you drop your kids off and somebody else teaches your kids? And no, no. <laughs> uh, we are an Umbrella Program. Uh, what I, the way I describe it sometimes is we're kind of an accountability partner for mm -hmm. parents. Mm -hmm. Parents report their grades to us and they report their attendance to us. And we keep records for them so that if they were to transfer back to public school or to a private school or even to a different state, they have a set of records that we have for them that they can carry with them. Um, but no, they don't drop their kids off with us. They have the, but they, that gives them the freedom to educate their children the way they see best for their children and for their families. Amen. Because you see parents as the entity that God gave parents these children and they are best equipped to make those decisions yes, for their own children absolutely and even in my own experience making decisions for my family I've got three kids mm -hmm. my two daughters are only 15 months apart so <laughs> wow. I was thrilled thinking oh they'll be able to share so many things well no they are two different individual people yes and they have different interests they have mm -hmm. different strengths and so they couldn't even share curriculum. We, right. I had to purchase separate curriculum for both of them because of their needs. Right. And, but I had the luxury to do that yes. as a homeschool mom. Mm -hmm. If they were in a system where everybody had to use the same books, it, it wouldn't have worked for them. Right. It so, gave you the freedom and flexibility to customize to right. their needs. Yes. And even, you know, families... You're, you're living life together. Homeschooling is doing life together. So yes. it's not just the times that you are sitting down with a curriculum. I, I like to say every waking moment is a learning opportunity. Absolutely. Life is learning. Life absolutely. is learning. Not all learning comes from textbooks. Exactly. Believe me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Now, tell our listeners what types of services does Chestnut Ridge offer families? We offer for high school students. We offer high school counseling. Uh, so far as how to get their high school credits in, we do follow state of Tennessee guidelines for credits that need to be completed. Mm -hmm. We keep track of that for parents and work with them to help their children get those credits. 
and then they get a transcript. When they graduate with us, they get a state-recognized diploma. Um, other families that don't might not have high schoolers, we still support them. We provide other opportunities. If they have questions about curriculum, they can call us, and we will try to guide them through that and try to help them find a good fit for their families. Um, and that's that's it in a nutshell. And yes. we and we are the buffer between them and the school system too. So right. when they register with an umbrella, whether it's our umbrella or another umbrella in, in the state, uh, then they don't have to report to the school system ever again. Right. If the school system, I tell my families all the time, if the school system calls you for whatever reason and mm -hmm. you feel like you're you're not comfortable answering their questions, call me. Right. Because that's why you. You yes. register with us uh -huh. is so that we can be that buffer for you. And usually that takes care of it. Right. Absolutely. Um, I'll just contact the school system and let them know they're in compliance and, mm -hmm. you know. And go from there. Yes, yes exactly. It, it really takes that level of, um, re oh, I don't want to say responsibility, but it really takes the kind of the, the stress off the parents yes. and feeling like they have to navigate those waters. Yes. Because for a lot of parents, if they have no prior experience to homeschooling, that is very intimidating to them. And it is. Yes. And, is. and I think, I mean, I have heard of instances in the past here in Tennessee where parents didn't know how to remove their children from the public school system. They've been given inaccurate information from mm -hmm. local schools. It happens or, all the time. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, they're threatened with truancy and mm -hmm. all kinds of things. And there's no reason for that because Correct. there are support systems in place to protect parents. Mm -hmm who choose to homeschool. And and we're going to get into a little bit more of that right. here in a minute. But I know that Chestnut Ridge has experienced growth. Yes, we have. That mm -hmm. goes right along with the national trends in homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So could you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, well, we just sat down the other night with the board of directors and we were looking at our numbers and we noticed that we have um, grown by 20% in mm -hmm. the last year. And it's continuing to grow. Yes. Just in the last 24 hours, I received two more applications mm -hmm. for registrations to come in. And that's continual um, yes. from our past, what we've seen in the past. It's typically two or three students a week that will continue to get. So even though we've grown to this point, we're continuing to grow. Yes, your growth continues. And I foresee that that will continue yeah. to happen because parents are starting to wake up. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe about, that's not just with our umbrella. I believe yeah, that's it's, with it's yes, everywhere. It's everywhere. Every, anybody that I've talked to that's in any kind of leadership in yes. homeschooling, mm -hmm. we, we're sharing uh, very similar stories. Yes, it's nation. It's absolutely nationwide. Mm -hmm. Um which brings me to the next question that I have, which is, tell me about what you saw during COVID and the parents that that found themselves without a school to send their children to, mm -hmm. because in our state, many of the school systems closed down. Mm -hmm. So the kids were at home, you know, mm -hmm. they were sent home to the parents and then the parents were panicking and we called them COVID homeschoolers mm -hmm. because they were like, well, if I'm going to have to teach my kids, I don't want to use what the school system is giving exactly. them because I finally had an opportunity to see what it is they're being taught. Right. I don't agree with it, but they came into homeschooling thinking that homeschooling was something that homeschooling really is not. That is correct. So would yes. you like to speak to that yes. a little bit? Yeah, I, I can't tell you the number of parents who have come to me and said, I've thought about homeschooling for years. And then when COVID hit, I actually tried it and thought, oh, I can do this. Mm -hmm. um, and with that freedom of being able to choose what curriculum you're going to use, that was even more enticing for them. Right. Um, that they could educate their children. Uh, the way they wanted to and the way they see fit with their values. 
but I think COVID was kind of like a sampler platter. Yes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so some parents who did, might not have felt confident homeschooling when they did have that, when they were forced into it, mm-hmm. they thought, oh, okay, yeah, we can do this. Right. And, and, and they encouraged one another. And I think that's a lot of why our growth is the way it is. Because I think before COVID, the national trend was only two or 3% a yes. year. Mm-hmm. And that's now correct. we're looking at 20%. That's a huge jump. Yes. And then a lot of parents that didn't remain, and I want to say homeschoolers, but let me clarify something. The children that were sent home that were doing virtual school, via computers or what tablets or whatever it is the school sometimes system. they got little packets sent home right they had or to packets. go to the school and pick up packets yes uh, we have personal experience mm-hmm. we had personal experience with those packets with extended family members in our family which was just ludicrous mm-hmm. i'm sorry it was busy work yes it was just worksheet and these were this was for like a first grader Mm. and no directions and it it was just a nightmare and I remember looking in that and thinking and everyone parents would post things you know on social media oh this homeschooling you know we're you know that's not homeschooling right that was public school at home right and I tell these parents if if you were sent home and your child was doing virtual school Mm mm-hmm Via the school system, right. that is not homeschooling. That right. is not what homeschooling is. Mm-hmm. And so I encourage you, if you're listening to this and you were in that camp and you thought homeschooling didn't work for your family or you didn't like it, that was not a true assessment of what homeschooling is. That's public school at home. And it rarely ever works. Right. <laughs> and even you know, and along those lines, too, there are some... Uh, programs that are touted as homeschool yes, programs yes. that are not homeschool programs. Mm-hmm. I know in Pennsylvania they were called charter schools. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, in this state, they're virtual schools. Yes. And if the, if the homeschooling is through your local school system, that is not homeschooling. And that's where the difference is between homeschool and home education. Absolutely. And I really prefer the term home education Yes, because we are educating our children because schooling is different than education. Absolutely. And, and I'm glad you brought that out because what I have seen in our area specifically is a lot of these academies, not umbrella academies like mm-hmm. like Chestnut Ridge, but they're calling themselves academies and they're pandering to the homeschool community. Mm-hmm. But the children are required to come to their building a set number of mm-hmm. hours a day, a right. set number of days a week, and they choose the curriculum. Many of these follow state guidelines, which means they're teaching from a secular mm-hmm. ideology. So they're not teaching; they're not getting a faith-based education. Mm-hmm. They're being taught that evolution is fact mm-hmm. and that Christianity is a lie. And I think that parents are looking for something, so they think, "Oh, this is the answer." Right. But that's not home education it's either. Not, no, and, and I like that terminology not. that you choose to use because when you abdicate your child's education to someone else it it is no longer home education if you're not in control of the curriculum that they're using Mm -hmm. as far as choosing it and you're not directing it and leading it and someone else is doing it then that's not true home education yeah one of the questions that i get sometimes uh like when it comes up to break time like Mm -hmm. fall break Mm -hmm. christmas break people will call me and ask so how many days do we have to school before you know when's our last day before christmas Christmas break and yes. I say whatever you, you choose want, it to be absolutely I say, you are not bound to the school's calendar you're mm-hmm. not bound to a schedule you can home educate your kids at 
two o'clock in the afternoon if you want to. Absolutely. Or you on know, the weekends. On the weekends, mm-hmm. legal holidays. I said, if you want to get the books out on Christmas Day, hey, <laughs> go for it. You can Don't do, do that. It. Your no. kids might not like it. No. We're teasing. No, We're yeah, teasing. I'm just teasing. Yes. But no, I mean, truly, if you yes. wanted to, you could. Yeah. You're not you're not bound to a schedule or a calendar. Right. If you, if you get sick, you don't mm-hmm. need to send me a sick note. Absolutely. You can, you know, and you can actually use that illness as part of your health education. Absolutely. Because so, life is learning. Yes. And when you're homeschooling, you're doing life together. And, yes. and through interviewing multiple people, you know, in multiple different states mm-hmm. and even in other countries and, and watching the demographics and, and the family relationships play out. I think that's one thing that becomes lost. Homeschooling is life. It's just mm-hmm. it's just an extension of parenting. That's what homeschooling is. And I do know, and we were speaking about this before we hit the hot mic, about how a lot of times parents are just afraid. It's just fear. They're, they're afraid to take the leap. But parents, listen to me. Don't be afraid. You are equipped. God will equip you, and there are resources available, such as Chestnut Ridge. Now, Patty, do you just serve families here in Middle Tennessee? We serve families all over. We serve families in Alabama. Uh, We have a missionary family in Zambia. We have a couple of young men. We have one in Spain, but his home base is Tennessee. Right. He's in Spain on a... A, some kind of a soccer scholarship thing uh-huh. and we've got a couple other young men who are playing junior league hockey up in massachusetts who homeschool through us oh wow so how exciting it is really exciting yes and we have a family in wisconsin as well oh wow so she she was with us in tennessee and she asked if she could continue to homeschool with us mm-hmm. i said well it depends on what the wisconsin laws are i yes. mean every state has different laws absolutely we cannot cover students in new york because mm-hmm. new york you have to be an in-state umbrella okay so that's one state that i know we can't cover yes but uh when she went to wisconsin she looked it up and she sent me all the paperwork and she said this looks like i can still use you and so she does oh and wow that's it's a great. delight to be able to still be in contact yes, with her that's fantastic yeah. and i'm glad you brought that up if you are listening and considering homeschooling please familiarize yourself with the homeschooling laws in your state exactly because they do vary widely by state i also want to talk a bit tonight about School choice. (laughs) (laughs) This is a hot topic, I know. Um, Patty and I share the same views on Mm -hmm. school choice. And I think I would like for our listeners to hear your perspective. Because in Tennessee, when you choose the the umbrella school option, which is what Patty's Umbrella School, Chestnut Ridge, provides, that umbrella school option, you're actually considered a parent of a privately educated child. So you're lumped in by law, by Tennessee Code Annotated Law, with private school students. Because that's what we're considered Mm -hmm. legally, even though we are home educators. By law, that's what we're considered. So a lot of the school choice legislation that comes into play every year, and of course Tennessee just adopted its own version of school choice, it sounds great, it sounds pretty, um, it sounds like it's giving parents power But tell us your perspectives about school choice. Well, I believe that if you're if the government is providing it for you, there's going to be strings attached. Mm -hmm. I think if they're going to fund anything for you, they're going to say, well, you can only use these books or you can only use this curriculum Mm -hmm. or no, you have to you can't homeschool on Saturday and Sunday. Correct. They're going to have rules that Mm -hmm. you're going to have to follow in order to receive that 
financial benefit. Yes. And listen, what the government funds, it runs Mm -hmm. always. If they give you money, they're going to expect to tell you how those monies can be spent. And what's to stop them? I know in Tennessee, my understanding of the Tennessee law Mm -hmm. is that like when it comes to standardized testing. Mm -hmm. Now, Chestnut Ridge offers standardized testing. We don't require it. Right. But if you were to homeschool through the local board of education, Mm -hmm. if your children test and they test too low, Mm -hmm. the school system could say you're not allowed to homeschool. That is correct. And so what's with school choice, what's to stop them from saying you can't homeschool anymore? Nothing can stop it because wording is very easily amended. Right. And I say this over and over again. It's a Trojan horse that comes in. And even if the law seems pretty platonic at first, Mm -hmm. there's nothing stopping it from becoming massive overreach. Right. And you have to look long term. Yes. With any of these things. Short term, it looks nice. Oh, you know, we're struggling this month financially. It'd be so nice if we didn't have to pay for this. But you got to look long term on these things because. Absolutely. And I think another another thing that parents need to stop and consider is if you have if you really want to homeschool. If you really feel like that's what God is leading your family to do, I encourage you to go and speak to your church leaders about providing support. I have written extensively about this. I've written an article about this. Um, I'm available to speak to churches regarding how this is a responsibility of the church to help families make this leap because I think they're afraid Mm -hmm. and they need the encouragement. They need the resources. They need to be connected with individuals like Patty, like myself, and many others across the nation Mm -hmm. that I have either interviewed or have plans to interview Mm -hmm. in the near future so that we can equip parents with what they need to help them navigate these waters so we we spoke about this and you know we need to get away from the mindset that the government is supposed to provide our children with an education because when we expect the government to do that we get what we're getting now that's right that's right. Yeah. The, and, you know, what the government gives, the government can take away. Exactly. And that's that's my thought on, you know, if they are going to help fund education mm-hmm. in the home, they're going to control it. Exactly. And then if they don't like the way you do it, they can tell you you're not allowed to do it anymore. Exactly. And if you don't like government initiated and funded programs like CRT and SEL and mm-hmm. and all the things that uh, we see going on in education and, and mm-hmm. there are, are more in addition to those, what makes you think that a government funded Private education, because I'm just going to tell you right now, there's no such thing as a government-funded private education. Once a private school, whether it be a home school or Mm -hmm. a private school, accepts government funding, it's no longer private. That's right. It becomes government. Mm -hmm. It becomes a government institution. Now, they still may maintain the name private in Mm -hmm. name only, but they will definitely be under the thumb and saddled with, you know, the government mandates and requirements Mm -hmm. and restrictions that public schools have today. So parents aren't really getting anything any different from 
what they're already getting now. Correct. If you want complete autonomy over your children's education, you have to take complete responsibility Absolutely. for that education. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and you can do it. You know, that's that's absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I see people coming from all different walks of life. I see single parents who are working full time. Mm-hmm. I've got one mom in my group. She works full time. She works the overnight shift at Walmart. Yep. And then she comes home and she sleeps for a couple of hours and then she gets to it with her child and she homeschools. And that child is so happy. Yep. And that child is well adjusted. I've had many interactions with that child and that mom. And and she's struggling, but she is. I feel like she is doing a bang up job homeschooling yeah. her child. But this is where her priorities lie. Exactly. Her priority is in what's for what's the best, best. thing for her child. Yes. And, and I yeah. applaud her for that. Absolutely. And I say often, you know, if it's important to you, you will find a way. If That's it's right. not, you'll make an excuse. And thankfully, she has you, and mm-hmm. you know, in the support systems that you have provided her with. We see the same thing in our local homeschool community. We have single moms who have homeschooled for years and done a fantastic single mm-hmm. working mom yes um, you know we see we have families that the moms have chronic illnesses mm-hmm. disabilities the children may have learning disabilities or physical disabilities but they've all been able to successfully mm-hmm. homeschool their children so it can be done absolutely you just have to be willing to take the leap mm-hmm. to reach out you know to make those contacts and, and and like I said I encourage you if you are in a church that isn't providing any type of services to families that feel like this is what God wants them to do, then I encourage you to go and speak with your church leadership. Well, Patty, give us, what is your biggest piece of advice that you would give parents that are considering homeschooling? Whenever you're thinking about homeschooling, think about all the possibilities that come along with it. Think outside the box. This is your opportunity to think outside the box to meet your children's needs. Um, like I, like we mentioned before, life is learning, and there are so many opportunities that are out there. If you keep yourself in that box, in that, that model of the school, of sitting at a desk for six hours a day and going from subject to subject, you're going to get the same results. So think outside the box. A high schooler might be able to do an apprenticeship somewhere and learn about a career path. Mm-hmm. And what a better time in their life to learn about it than, you know, their teen years. Absolutely. And, uh, but yeah, just thinking outside the box can really create a love of learning in your children. And once they love learning, there's no stopping them. They can, they're going to be able to achieve whatever it is that they want in life. Absolutely. And we, our goal, one of our many goals, other than to create disciples, is to create lifelong learners. That's right. You know, individuals that, adult mm-hmm. individuals that want to continue because they have had a love of learning instilled that into could be them. a whole other show yes, that we could talk could. about the lifelong learners yes, yes. we could probably do a 24 hour a day Absolutely. show you yes think? I think so <laughs> I would love to talk about that well <sighs> I will have Patty's content contact information over on my free your children page so that you can reach out to chestnut ridge academy if you are interested in that i have loved having you here in the studio with us tonight oh, patty it's been great being here thank you so much and i'm sure that we will see you again oh i hope so i want to leave you with this can a blind man lead a blind man will they not both fall into a pit a student is not above his teacher but everyone who is fully trained will be like his teacher Luke 6, 39 through 40. Who is teaching your children, parents? Who are they spending the majority of their time with each day during their formative years? 
Education is discipleship. You are equipped, parents. You can do it. And as my 10-year-old likes to say, put some sunshine in your pocket. We love you here at WXRQ, but remember, God loves you so much more.